Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. True Hauntings is a frightfully good production. There is a place in Colombia called Hotel of the Leap. It is as mysterious as it is beautiful. There is a waterfall nearby that is legendary and mystical to the local people who know its deeply dark history. The Hotel del Salto is very haunted and is a must-see if you are into dark tourism, but also if you are a paranormal investigator. This place will leave you understanding how trauma can leave its mark on a place, thus making it haunted. Hi, I'm Renata. And I'm Anne. And in this episode of the True Hauntings podcast, we venture into the Colombian forests in search of one of the most haunted places in the country, the Hotel del Salto. Anne and Renata have been investigating paranormal occurrences for the past 20 years. They have been at the center of various unexplained phenomena and have witnessed countless ghostly experiences. The duo now turn to high-profile cases that have attracted the eyes of the world. Between the dimensions we see and the dimensions we don't, supernatural forces are at play. Evil lurks within the shadows of our homes and in the darkest corners of our minds. It follows us like a shadow forever. This is where nightmares become reality. This is True Hauntings. The trip to Takandama Falls is a bit of a rough one on the nose. You start with the train ride that takes you across the country and its diverse mix of body odours and strong perfumes, but once you've transferred to the more fragrant feeder bus, an open window introduces you to the assault that is Soacha. Dust mixes with the exhaust of post-apocalyptic factories and the traffic jams that permanently lock down the roadways. Finally, there's the Tekendama bus, which breaks out of the city into pristine highlands and bouts of fresh air. The balcony of the Hotel de Salto is the vantage point from which tourists can observe the magnificent waterfalls. Sadly, in the 1970s, the sewerage started flowing at noticeable levels, and after a stint as a restaurant, the hotel was abandoned. 
Meanwhile, a dam and hydroelectric plant upstream not only reduced the falls to a trickle in dry seasons, but diverted the Bogota River into surrounding creeks and valleys. For 4,000 pesos, a tourist guide will take you through the building, expounding on the history and the falls amongst the diagrams of French anatomy artists that are on display currently. Carlos, our guide, dismisses all the haunted stuff as campfire stories, but walking five minutes up the highway, jumping the barrier and ignoring the prohibited signs, will take you to the very edge of the falls, from where very many poor souls have jumped. According to Carlos, the most recent case occurred one month ago. Tekendama is a somewhat strange place. Clouds collecting the valley, cooling things down as you draw closer, and often hiding the falls in fog while the sun turns buses into ovens just half an hour away in Soacha. It is a truly magnificent view down the valley, standing at the very edge of a 160-metre cliff as countless thousands of litres of water shoot out over the abyss beside you every second. But it's also frustrating to know why the water is black and smells. Well, like 8 million people have been to the toilet in it. The sheer power of the water is an exhilarating example of natural force, and yet it's sobering to think of the poor souls, Musica and Colombian, that must have stood at the very same spot, seeing no other option but down. There are plenty of metaphors about modern Colombia that you could pull out of that, but it's sufficient to say that a visit to the Takandama Falls is a beautiful, frustrating and exhilarating experience all at once, and therefore very Colombian. And welcome back to the studio, Anne, after a few weeks' hiatus. Oh, three weeks in New Orleans. Yes. And L.A. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Oh. Uh, and so very di- very different from this place that we're going to talk about um, on this podcast. Uh, but yes, uh, we do have uh, quite a number of um, different podcasts and things talking about our adventures, especially the new um Diary of a Ghost Hunter. So if you're interested to know a few more details, and we've really only scratched the surface, head over to our latest episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Or even Spooky Sundays. We had some on there too. You'll be able to hear more uh, about our uh, adventures in New Orleans. Oh, it was so fantastic. Got to say it right. New Orleans. Well, New Orleans. Not New Orleans. They don't like New Orleans. They like New Orleans. Or the Australian version, New Orleans. (laughs) But let's head to Colombia and talk about this place, a Hotel del Salto. And uh, it translates quite literally to Hotel of the Leap, which you mentioned in the uh, introduction. And it has allegedly been haunted for decades. Now, it serves as a museum nowadays uh, and 
they are really trying to fix it so that it brings in tourism to that particular area. I was looking at the photos of it. There's a lot of fixing to do. There's a lot of fixing to do, but it's a stunning, stunning place. Mm. It is. It's it's All like that poop floating down the river. Yeah, look, it's Mm-mm. literally every emotion that you can bring about in one place you would find there. Um, as mentioned in your soundscape, it's frustrating uh, to see how dirty it is, mm. how run down it is, but you can um, imagine how amazing it also was in its time uh, and hopefully uh, it will be sort of brought back to life as as the museum that it now is uh, and yeah. more people will come and spend their money. Yeah, and uh, don't drink the water uh, no. unless you like a chocolate milkshake, which is crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so the structure is over 100 years old and it is in Colombia. It overlooks a waterfall on the Bogota River. So the Tecadama Falls is a 132 metres or 433 feet high waterfall and it's located 32 kilometres or 20 miles southwest of Bogota and it's around that area where the first permanent settlement of uh, in Colombia was established in, apro- in approximately 10,000 BCE. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yes. And those establishments... I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No. Oh, God, I'm trying to be nice. She had a birthday the other week. Thank Everyone, you. wish Renata a happy birthday. Ah, thank you so much. I've survived. Now, those those first two establishments uh, were of uh, the El Abra and the Tekadama people. And the name Tekadama itself means he who precipitated downward. So it's it's all about the waterfall. The waterfall is the the mystical and spiritual yeah. landmark there yeah. of the people, and the people there were the uh, Mushika. Yeah, we've heard there's so Mushka, many different Mushka variations Mushka on this. Mushka, Mushka, Mushka religion. Muskas, Muska. And it, it kind of the all of these. Mystical places have this sense of drama associated with them uh, and there is always a story, uh, some sort of a birthing or death story or whatever it is associated oh, the uh, culture. With, yeah, with these places. So this waterfall is uh, associated with their legendary hero, Bachika, uh, who used his staff to break the rock and release the water that covered the Bogota savannah. Ooh, that's That's... Very similar to another story with someone and their stuff. Oh yes, oh. let's let's talk about Moses. Okay, no, mm. let's not. Okay, according to another legend, during the Spanish conquest uh, and the evangelization of the Americas, going back to the re- religious stuff, uh, the new order made it very difficult for the indigenous people of the area. And it is said that many of them decided that they would rather take their own lives and jump from the ledge of this particular waterfall uh, because it was said that they would become eagles and fly to their freedom. And this was an escape from uh, the Spanish conquistadors that were coming through the area and civilising the um 
The yeah. savages. The savages, yes. Mm. Civilising the savages. Yeah, I think I know who was more civilised. Mm. Now along comes a famous architect called Carlos Arturo Tapias. Oh, Renata. <gasps> and oh, he, that's exciting when he, you say it like that. <laughs> he wanted to construct uh, a mansion for himself and for his family. So he did so in 1927. He wanted to showcase the waterfall and the surrounding landscape. And he built this amazing house uh, or mansion, if you look at it. Yes, it's not a house. Yeah, it is a mansion. Uh, it was in a French style. It had huge big windows and balconies and a porch that all took advantage. And a porch. And a porch. Ooh. They all took advantage of this amazing view of this waterfall. You know what and we call a porch, don't you? A veranda. A veranda. Yeah. Uh, and it, it. And an old <laughs> rocking chair. And up until uh, 1928. So only five years, Tapius and his family lived in the house before turning it into a hotel. But while it was his home, it was one of the most popular places for the rich and wealthy to come and spend time because the view was astounding. And probably have a good cup of coffee there too. Mm. Colombian coffee. Colombian coffees. It was a place where the elegant and sophisticated people of the 1920s would come and spend time. And it was called for a period of time the mansion of Tekadama Falls, which is kind of better than anything else that it became afterwards, I reckon. Was it Hotel of the Leap? Mm. Mm. Yes, the Hotel of the Leap. See, I was listening. Mm. So the hotel was very popular and fancy and many people would stay there, as I said, all the dig dignitaries and all of the rich people of Colombia. The hotel had big parties and big events and uh, it was very well known to be one of the best places to stay in Colombia. But the hotel but. didn't stay popular for long. So only about 10 years later, or not even 10 years later, because up till 1928, it was uh, uh, his home. What's his name again? Uh, Arturo Tapias. Oh, 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 Renata. Oh. <laughs> Arturo Tapias. Uh, but then it, uh, in, the, in the 1930s, there was a huge economic crisis in Colombia and many people lost their money and their businesses. The hotel began to have fewer guests and it could not keep up with the quality and service that people wanted. But then vice versa, there weren't enough people of quality and elegance and sophistication ah. to be able to use the hotel. They would probably have escaped the country somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Now, also, there was an issue with the river uh, and the river that fed into the waterfall and it became very, very dirty because the land started to be surrounded by factories and farms that dumped their waste into it and the water turned brown and smelly and it lost its charm and its beauty. Well, nobody likes a brown waterfall, let's no. face it. So the hotel closed in the 1990s after many years of neglect. It was left alone and it was falling apart. People came through and stole things from it and broke things in it, as you do. <sighs> and the hotel became really a place for people who like to explore old and creepy places, uh, like those dark tourists. I was going to say, like your wardrobe? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and those who wanted to see and talk to the ghosts because, again, um, a century of legends about people who lost their lives over mm -hmm. the falls. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the hotel's notoriety 
came from two primary sources, the Muiska people who jumped off or from the falls before the hotel existed when the conquistadors were there, trying to sophisticate them and um, make them non-savage people anymore mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. giving them religion. Yeah, by forcing them to follow their religion. Mm-hmm. And um, once the hotel was built, there were several Colombians who chose to take their lives um, at the falls. They make it sound there's like there's more than several. Yeah. And make the, it almost sound like the whole tribe jumped off. Mm. Well, there were, I read in one um, article that there were like 500,000 That jumped people. off the cliff? No, there were 500,000 people um, in those, those tribes around the area. That's half a million. Yeah, and it, there's only like a handful of thousand left now. It's only a small part, and they're losing their history because there aren't many of them anymore. Uh, There was also a story about this this whole thing about people suiciding in that space, and I know this is going to be triggering for some people. I I guess we should have said, um, just be aware we are going to be talking about this. Um, So many of them did that that it became quite... um, frantic for the people who stayed in the hotel because the police would arrive and would start to ask them, did you hear anything? Yeah. Uh, can you give any evidence? Yeah. Uh, and again, people stopped coming because of that. Yeah. Do you blame them getting yeah, you're there for a holiday or to have a, a special weekend away? Next minute, the police are knocking on your door saying, yeah. did you see them jump? Mm. How many of the people who were just out in their balcony enjoying the view saw people fly past them? Yeah. How traumatic is that for the rest of their lives? Mm. Exactly. To add to that, in the 1970s, the sewage started to affect the river and the hotel closed in the 1990s because of the overwhelming pollution. Um, Apparently, sadly, you can still see the pollution as you drive up to visit. There are masses of white foam covering the river. The water is very polluted and it is said that it's the second most polluted river in the whole world. It's oh, very sad. The river is full of feces, waste, oh. chemicals and other toxic things that people don't even know about coming through all of the from all of the um, farms and factories and everything. Yeah. Not now, a thought was given. No. No. It's they actually say that it's it's so horribly toxic that no animal can survive anywhere around the river at all. Go the human race. Yes, yes. Now, in um, 2011, uh, the uh, Falls Museum of Biodiversity and Culture um, arranged to buy the Hotel del Salto and transform it into a museum. Uh, And as part of their mission... The whole idea, because it's an ecological farm foundation, um, they want to try and recover the region and make it free, clean, and uh, surrounded by a healthy ecosystem. And so the museum opened to the public in 2016, and the Tekadama Falls was declared a Colombian site of cultural interest, while the museum is a cultural asset of natural history. So they're trying in a way to save the building, but more importantly, to save the um, area and the biodiversity. Uh, it gets so bad that uh, I think it's around December that the falls just stop 
completely they that clogged. They they dry up. Oh, they dry up. They That's dry winter. Up. Wow. So you know, it's it's pretty horrible. Uh, I, I also read somewhere that the ground underneath the hotel itself is starting to. Um, sort of fall to pieces, which is one of the reasons they had to abandon the hotel. So mm. they must be doing some work stabilising all that as well. And that was because of the pollution. Yeah. Let's let's hope they they work on it. Yeah. And that that money isn't being put into personal pockets. pockets. <laughs> <sighs> mm. But let's get on to the ghost stories. Oh, that soon? Yes. Oh, okay. Now, before I dive into the ghost stories of this location... Renata had a little bit of a um, that's not good enough moment with my soundscape that I had organised, and she she found a better one for me. Well, the moment with you big said words. the moment you said it's Mills and Booney. Well, I said it is a bit, but I I wanted to share it with the people anyway because oh. I think they'd like to hear my Mills and Boone soundscape. Uh, is this is this a chat tube? It is. Thing? Oh, <laughs> now look, the thing is, I I was struggling to find something suitable as a soundscape that didn't have words I had no concept of how to say and too many of them. Mm. So I thought I'm, I'll do a bit of research on some of the ghosts and I will create a chat GPT soundscape. You let me know, guys, which one's better, Renata's or mine? Now, just, oh. just to preference this, mine actually came from a visitor who had had yes. the personal experience of being there and sharing his story. Yeah. Yours okay. is made up shit. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I worked long and hard refining the chat GPT algorithm oh, to get God. this story. Okay. Oh, I'm offended. In the shadowy heart of the Colombian Andes, nestled amid the dense foliage and cascading waters. Oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm oh, done right me. now. The Tekendama Falls, there stood a relic of a bygone era. The Hotel del Salto. This grand mansion with its Victorian charm had long been abandoned, but it was the echoes of the past that beckoned the curious and the brave. For within those decaying walls resided the legend of the Lady in White. Oh, another Lady There's in White. There's always a Lady in White. Far out. Oh, the tale had been passed down through generations whispered in hushed voices around campfires, because the Colombians had lots of campfires. Oh, yeah, they had campfires. <laughs> and shared among locals and tourists alike. It was said that the lady in white was a beautiful young bride named Isabella, who had once graced the halls of the hotel with her radiant presence. Her wedding day was meant to be a joyous occasion, a celebration of love, but fate had other plans. Isabella's groom-to-be... Alejandro (laughs) was a fisherman by trade. He was often away casting his nets into the Bogota River. (laughs) (laughs) One fateful evening, a torrential storm swept through the region, unleashing its wrath upon the tranquil village. Isabella, consumed by worry for her beloved, stood at the edge of the falls, her white gown billowing like a spectre in the wind. Why is she wearing a wedding dress at the falls? Don't know. Was he late for the wedding? Um, As the villagers watched helplessly, the rushing waters of the river carried Alejandro's boat towards the precipice of the Tecandama Falls. Isabella's anguished cries pierced the stormy night as she witnessed her beloved's vessel plunged into the abyss. 
broken-hearted and desolate, she flung herself into the roiling waters, her life extinguished in an instant. The roiling waters or boiling waters? Roiling. Roiling's a word. Is it? Oh, here we go. (laughs) R-O-I-L. You look it up while I finish my story. That'll at least make you shut up. The legend held that Isabella's spirit, unable to find peace, continued to haunt the Hotel del Salto and the area around the falls. Her ghostly form was always seen in her wedding gown, a flowing white silhouette that drifted through the corridors of the abandoned mansion. It was said that her mournful sobs could be heard on stormy nights, echoing through the empty halls, a lament for the love and happiness stolen from her. Over the years, numerous visitors to the hotel claimed to have encountered the Lady in White. Tourists and paranormal enthusiasts recounted eerie tales of an otherworldly presence, an ethereal figure that appeared when the moon hung low and the falls roared with a thunderous crescendo. Witnesses spoke of fleeting glimpses, <laughs> fleeting glimpses, not gimps, uh, a chill in the air and a haunting, mournful melody that seemed to drift from nowhere. So. What do you think, everyone? I think mine's far more romantic than the poop floating down the river. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. God. And roiling is a word. Thank you. Mm. Uh-huh. 
add that to your thesaurus, <laughs> <one>, mother. <laughs> anyway, All right. let's get on to the ghost stories and the hauntings of the hotel. Now, as you said, it is known to be haunted basically because of the the people who have thrown themselves over the falls or people who have jumped off the waterfall or from the hotel. So that is where um, the, the ghosts and the legends come from. But some of these deaths have actually been connected with specific rooms within the hotel. I love a menu. Mm. Oh, we've got a menu of we've rooms. We've got a menu of rooms. Oh. Okay, room 201, for example, is supposed to be haunted by a woman who committed suicide there after her lover abandoned her. Well, of course, thereafter he abandoned her if she wasn't alive anymore. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That's what happens when you get your notes from Reddit. Uh <laughs> Then we go to room 217. It's said to be haunted by a man who hanged himself there after he lost his money. Oh, jeez. We'd be in trouble. We're losing our stuff all the time. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know if these are true. It's, it, this is the only reference that I found anywhere to exact rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not making fun of the, the the people who took their own lives. I'm just a situation. And I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sure, look, if, and in, in reality... Um, We're jet lagged still. No, I'm yeah, we talking are. about the story. <laughs> if all of these things happened, there would be police evidence somewhere. So Yeah, and also yeah. apparently in room 217, again, there was a balcony and it's said to be haunted. The mm-hmm. balcony is haunted mm-hmm. by a young couple who jumped together from there on their wedding night. Mm, terrible. Why would you do that? Hmm. I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I think I'd get... Anyway, uh, some of the things that are supposed to happen around the hotel is crying, moaning, Mm -hmm. walking. Fancy that. Mm. Was walking. I'm wondering how... Knocking, whispering in the empty hallways or rooms and shadows and figures and faces and lights in the windows or on the walls. Someone touching them, pushing them, scratching them when no one is there. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm, what I was going to say is that I'm wondering how yeah, I was trying to loud, catch you off. loud the um, waterfall is. It's quite close when you look at the pictures. Do you know what it reminds me of? Twin Peaks. Does it? Yeah, because you know, the, the falls are quite close to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's wherever they filmed that and they use that uh, footage. B-roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so of course there's the people who have to then go and say uh, that... Others believe that evil entities that feed on fear and negative energy are haunting the hotel. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there's always got to be one of those. Uh, yeah, and um, then, so that was from Reddit. Uh, then I found some more information and I forgot to write down where it's come from. So this is where I was mentioning before that the original foundation became too damaged mm-hmm. um, by the catastrophic contamination. Uh so in the 1990s, people sort of lost interest. Commercial, the, the commerce was failing and it closed permanently. And of course, what happens when you close a hotel permanently and you know there's been suicides and that sort of thing mm, happening? Yeah. In comes the ghost hunters yep. and also squatters. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing ghost hunters have to be very careful of when they're entering these abandoned buildings, buildings without permission 
You don't know who's going to be in there. Yeah, and you don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also said that the original tribe of people cursed the land where the hotel was built. Uh, visitors are kept awake at night by more than just the awful fo- fatalities. Uh, they talk about um, there's there's peaceful voices chatting in a foreign language. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, the people who are staying there yeah. are, are witnessing yeah. something that's just happened or has happened before. Now, I'm going to see if you can make sense of this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a quote from the, I think it was a book that I got this from. Um, all right, I'll find out what that is in a second and pop it in. Uh some even claim to have heard the peaceful voices chatting in a foreign language, which they believe to be the souls of the musket. Her spiteful spirit is supposed to be seen peering out of the windows of the chamber where she died. That doesn't seem to go together, does it? Hmm. I think they had an oops in the book. Anyway. But, of course, you get the um, there's natural disasters happening around the hotel because uh, of the terrible condition of the environment. And they have mudslides. Uh, there are accidents on the roads. Uh, and, of course, you know what they're all blaming it on? What? The hotel. Oh, okay. Because it's haunted. Mm-hmm. So... If it happens within 10 kilometres of that hotel, oh, the hotel did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the legend grows from that. A harbinger of doom. And as you heard in the soundscape, Carlos was saying it's all rubbish and, you know, ignore it. It's, it's not true. But yet the locals will tell you to keep away from the waterfall at night time. Mm. You know why? Because you, uh, there's no kind of barrier. That's right. You might fall <laughs> off the edge. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've talked about some people have fell off the balcony and they don't know whether they've done it deliberately or whether they've fallen. Mm-hmm. And nowadays with people trying to take selfies, especially oh. uh, some of the um, influencers. Uh, Influenzas. The, the likelihood is that... Um, there will be one or two instances where yeah, they will fall and it's an absolute accident, but they're trying to get the best photo possible. <clears throat> uh, I also found an, another article from a book called True Tales of the Supernatural and Unexplained, Volume 2 by Cindy Parmeter. Uh, she was talking about uh, the opening of the hotel went off without a hitch, but it all started to change in the early 1930s when a newly arrived guest walked into his room and inexplicably leapt from the window straight into the icy waters below. And they've had, apparently in the years to come, dozens of patrons would follow suit, seemingly on a whim. Hmm. But it makes you wonder, like the Japanese uh, forest, the Sea of Trees, maybe that was a place where you went and did that. Yeah. And quite often in hotels, people will go yeah. and book themselves a fancy room. Even in New Orleans, remember the the guy who had murdered his partner and then spent all his money in a good hotel and mm-hmm. drinks and everything. Yeah. So maybe that's what happened before he killed himself. Yeah. yeah. So is it is it the legends of those that have come before, or is it the spirit of the hotel that is 
beckoning them in to do it. Oh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. So there was another incident at the hotel, according to this book, uh, that said a guest forced his way into a neighbouring room and brutally murdered the female occupant. Now, during the investigation that followed, uh, it revealed that the two of them were complete strangers. We've only got one person left to tell us the story, yeah. haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just chance that he chose that room. When questioned about his movements that day, the man remembered checking into the hotel and entering his room. The next thing he knew, he was in police custody. Whatever happened in between, according to this man, was a complete blank. Mm. Was he possessed? Mm-hmm. Was yeah. he using this as an excuse yeah. to take out a, a lover or... Or whatever. You don't know. Mm. Don't know. He, I mean, he could have been possessed. Could have. He could have drank could the have, water. Could have had a, a psychotic episode. Could have. Could have. Uh, so there is um, another one. Travellers hoping to find peace and quiet in the isolated hotel. Soon learn they've come to the wrong place because patrons who have had the misfortune of staying there when paranormal happenings were at their peak claimed that the structure came alive at night with sights and sounds that were both fascinating. Oh, darling, look at that table floating by. That's, <laughs> that's fascinating. It's fascinating. And terrifying to yeah. behold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here comes this lady again, right? But I find her story seems to change every time it's reported. The woman wearing bloodstained clothing now. She's not in her white wedding dress. She's mm-hmm. in, it could be a different ghost. I don't know. Uh, would appear in rooms and hallways. Those familiar with the dark side of the hotel think she is the murder victim who has been ripped from the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also ear-piercing screams emanating from empty rooms and all that sort of stuff that is going on. And even when the place was closed down, they had caretakers that were in there and they say that the, it didn't slow down at all, that there was still... Tons, lots of activity. Tons of activity going on, uh, seeing apparitions in the windows, forlorn faces fixed on the falls, the ghost of the bloody woman's a constant presence. Uh, and then, of course, it all goes back to the musica, people who um, uh, supposedly had taken their own life rather than submit. And I, I think that sort of um, left a stain. Yeah which then makes the the locals wary of mm. the location and the possibility that <clears throat> there might be dark happenings there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and just a, a little bit of a, um, uh, what do we call it, a little bit of interest here. Um, the falls are 433, 433 feet tall. But do you know that Niagara is 160 feet? This is 433. Wow. Yeah, if you it's put massive. it in context, yes. That's, that's three times more than uh, Niagara. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did sort of go in to have a little bit of a look of the uh, 
the ghost stories. Of course, we've got the lady in white. We've got the lady covered in blood. We've got the suicides and the tragedies that are there uh, that have soaked into the soil. Do people come there to take their own life or um, are they drawn there? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they The local people believe that there is a very strong spiritual energy around these falls. But there are some superstitions as well. Mm-hmm. You should avoid the falls on full moon nights. Some locals believe that it's unlucky or dangerous to visit the Tekendama Falls during a full moon. This superstition is rooted in the idea that the powerful gravitational pull of the moon during a full moon, well, what do you think that is, uh, can increase the strength of the river's current, making it more treacherous. Mm. It's going to draw you in. Suck you down into that poopy water. Well, we do know that the um, the moon does have an effect on um, the tides. So. It does, absolutely, and yeah. in the water in your body, allegedly. Anyway, uh, they do make offerings to the river spirits. Before embarking on a journey near the falls or the river, some people make offerings to the spirits that they believe to dwell in the water. Maybe they're the only things that can survive that water. Mm. Uh, that might be flower, as in... Pretty flowers, not plain or Mm -hmm. self-raising. Food, symbolic items meant to appease the river spirits and ask for their protection. One of the the most important things I think we need to to think about, though, is remember the stories of like the Rougarou and werewolves and vampires and you shouldn't go out at night and stay home. And uh, I think a lot of these are like cautionary tales mm-hmm. to stop people wandering too wandering, close. Yeah, and, and just trying to keep them safe because tourists can be stupid. Yeah. So can ghost hunters. Yeah. Like they might get into the car of a man they've only met a little while ago <laughs> and go and do a private investigation in his house in New Orleans. Oop, Danana. Right. Well, that's a, another whole story there, which will come out somewhere along the line, I'm sure. Uh, although it was profound. It was. Very profound. Sorry. I think I just squirreled. Um, what else can I find here to tell you about? I think the last thing I can really tell you about with the um, superstitions and things that some people who have had unsettling experiences near the falls or at the hotel tend to do a cleansing ritual to rid themselves of any negative energy that may have attached itself to them or seek protection from the malevolent spirits. Right. You know what the malevolent spirits are? The human beings that have dumped crap into the water without a thought to the environment. I mean, I suppose there was a time we didn't know better. But we do now. Yes. And people are still doing it and they're putting profit and greed ahead of... Oh, where did all this come from? I'm channeling, Renata. Mm. I'm absolutely channeling. Yeah, but we've got to stop putting profit ahead of humanity, Mm. really. Killing the environment and Mm. blaming malevolent spirits on it. Yeah. Yeah, the malevolent spirits have a heartbeat. (laughs) <laughs> yes, they do. And a pulse. <laughs> and a pulse, yeah. <laughs> yep. um, would you go there? Probably not. Hmm. Uh, unless somebody flew me in first, first, first class, class or mm-hmm. even business class and then drove me in a nice car. Yeah. It's air-conditioned car. Air-conditioned car. <laughs> I'm getting old We're and I'm princesses. a princess. <laughs> it's, look... 
I think it would break my heart to see what had happened to those falls and that river. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if a TV show wants to sponsor us and go, not a problem. <laughs> if anyone wants to pay for us to go, business class or better, we're, we're happy to do it. But um, I don't think it's a place I would visit. What about yeah. you? Um, I'd, yeah, look, it's, I'd like to go just to experience it because it does look Teleport. stunning. Teleport. It, it looks stunning. Um, if anyone has an opportunity to go to YouTube, there are, are a number of people that have been there and explored the place. So you'll be able to see uh, what they get up to. Um, I probably wouldn't advise going there uh, without a guide or someone that can take you through there uh, and knows what sort of the pitfalls are of being there, literally, yeah. um, from the perspective of um, keeping safe but uh, yeah to each their own um, I would probably think with a history associated with the the essence of the land that is there um, people who are quite sensitive or can really sense and feel spirit will feel quite haunted being yeah. there um, for the average Joe that comes in and just kind of goes oh look at the waterfall maybe not so do you know what Surprise! I just wanted to put that in there because for those people who make it this far, we've got a little surprise for you at the end of this episode. We've got some outtakes. Yeah. It took us a little while to get going on this one. So um, we've got a little surprise. Hang in there at the end and have a listen to the, 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 the horror that happens. Anyway, do I think it's haunted? There has certainly been enough trauma there. Um yeah. It's haunted by the animals and the fish and the livestock and everything that could have survived quite beautifully off that river had we not, as humanity, trashed it. Trashed it. Yeah. Um, it would be a very haunting place. Uh, I, as I said, I look. We've just come off a big flight from Los Angeles, so asking me to go on a flight to Colombia right now, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there with my heart and soul. But yeah, I would have to say there there would be something lurking there. Is it those stories that they're reporting? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would be an interesting place to go and discover what was there. Mm. And it's one of those places that's kind of not high on the list of most haunted places where all the famous ghost hunters go to. So in a way, you've got probably a little bit of virgin territory there. Yeah. Um, So from that point of view, it would be very interesting. But... We're going to end on that. We are going to end there. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the True Hauntings podcast. If you would want to support our work, you can buy us a cup of coffee. The links will be down in the description or become one of our Patreons with a a monthly small donation to help us keep producing this podcast. We appreciate those who are supporting us. We appreciate those who share it and those who get a giggle or maybe stop and think about things for a little bit. We'll see you on the dark side. Stay spooky. Be frightfully good. And don't Don't be be a dickhead. dickhead. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of True Hauntings. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. For more on Anne and Renata... Follow at Anne and Renata on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or visit their website, www.anneandrenata.com. 
There is a place in Colombia called Hotel of the Leap. It is as mysterious as it is beautiful. There is a waterfall nearby that is legendary and mystical to the local people who know its deeply dark history. The Hotel del Santo. Sorry. <laughs> there is a place... <laughs> oh, Jesus, Renata. Two seconds. <laughs> Two seconds you lasted. <laughs> You've upset the dogs now. They're even looking up. Because the, actor, the, act, the actors, they stare at each other and go, <laughs> and they get it all out of their system. And then all right. right. All right. Okay. You, you, you got I'm right. Do... I'm right. All right. Good. broken today that's it you, you people have no idea what we go through just trying to get our first sentence out stop it stop <laughs> right I'm right you're going to snort again I stopped no. it last time and you snorted okay I'm right now I don't believe you there is a place in Colombia called Hotel of the Leap it is as mysterious as it is beautiful there is a waterfall nearby that is legendary and mystical to the local people who know its deeply dark history. The Hotel del Salto is very haunted and is a must-see if you are into dark tourism. But also, if you are a paranormal investigator, this place will leave you understanding how trauma can leave its mark on a place, thus making it haunted. Hi, I'm Renata. <laughs> And I'm Anne, and in this episode of the True Hauntings podcast, we venture into the Colombian forests in search of one of the most haunted places in the country, the Hotel del Santo. Oh, it's supposed to be Salto. <laughs> You're kidding me. Yes. I, I, I did it wrong at the end. It's ah! supposed to be Salto del Santo. <laughs> That's my fault. All right, all right. That should be Del Salto. All right. There is a place in Colombia called Hotel of the Leap. It is as mysterious as it is beautiful. There is a waterfall nearby that is legendary and mystical to the local people who know its deeply dark history. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> I'm the unprofessional one. No, I'm just saying. We're never going to get this done. Oh, God. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 